And welcome back to another week here on the podcast. Uh, it's been a, a wet week, Curtis. We've had uh, rain during the week, and it is currently about an hour and a half or so before the Saturday races. And the track right now looks like it took some moisture overnight. Yeah, well, we had some lightning, uh, a little yes. bit of thunder, I think, here. Uh, somebody said it started around 2 a.m. in the morning or something uh, around that time. And then... Uh, up Wait, you have, you have a contact here at 2 a.m. in the morning? Oh, I, we're right here in Los Al. <laughs> we're, we're here all the time. You know who it was? Who? Grandma. <laughs> grandma. Shout out to Grandma. <laughs> grandma was like, did you hear that uh, rain and thunder and lightning all last night? And I said, no, no. but when I got up today and I'm you know, driving out to L.A., it was pouring out there. But, yeah, was, I think uh, Saturday's car is going to be wet fast and should be a little bit of moisture uh, for Sunday, so yeah. uh, handicap accordingly. Yeah, handicap accordingly. It could be a little bit of a wet track for for the next couple of uh, racing nights. We're going to focus on Sunday's card, but before, before we, we talk about Sunday's card here, we're going to rewind the tape. And Curtis, the new Curtis of 2019, the new you, cashes again with the lock of the night last week. Yeah, when I made Just Bet Me the lock of the night, I was a little scared. That Trumper was the up-and-coming horse. Uh, he had, the, you know, drew outside. Yes. And I thought, okay, well, he's going to get tested for class. And I was a little disappointed when Trumper didn't break. I wanted to see what he really he had. had but, yeah. Uh, when he didn't break, just bet me, just went out there, and uh, he he just crushed him. So yeah, we got a we're two in a row for the loss. Yeah, yeah you. Can, I told you we can retire and just do the <laughs> highlight show for the first two weeks of the year. On my end, my luck in the night. I don't, I don't even I don't even remember who the lock was, but I know that it did not win. That's perfect. No need to go look at no. any charts. Go look at no. it. We'll just move on to this week. We don't need to open up those wounds and and <laughs> and open up that little salt uh, one. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to Sunday's card. The future the featured event is going to be a uh, the Barbara Bree twenty thousand dollars at the unique distance of five hundred and fifty yards. Can't wait to talk about that. Pretty good field of eight. And there's a previous lock of the night there in that uh, in that race. Yeah, I mean, is it going to be my lock? Uh, <laughs> well, you'll just have to wait till the end of the podcast to find out. All right, let's dive right into it. Uh, no time to waste here. Race number one on Sunday, four and a half thoroughbreds. Phillies and Mare three and up. Conditional claiming tag of $2,500. Field of six. Who'd you pick here? I went to the two. Millie Joel here, three to one for Louis Bradvica. Uh, it's going to be second time at, at, tw- at the $2,500 level. You know, uh, finished really well last time out. It was a wet, fast track, so like we said, there could mm-hmm. be a little bit of moisture there. So the filly already likes to the uh, run on an off going, but was behind my dad's horse there, Garulus Gal, who I thought was pretty much a lock that yes. night. So that one's not back in here. Should uh, be a little bit closer, I think, to the play uh, to the pace, and uh, just look for this one to be closing down the lane. We see, we agree right off the bat. Uh, Millie Joy is going to be my top choice again. The key factor is. This one was finishing well. Diego Sanchez stays back aboard, and she might get a wet track once again. Exactly. Uh, because of the weather conditions. So, Millie Joe on top. I'm going to go for the six as my second choice. Swiss Chalet for Jorge Perez and Eric Garcia. This one was coming off of a layoff last time out and uh, showed a little bit of speed, then retreated dead to finish fifth. Now has taken more of a longer break since November. So, this one could be fresh, ready to go from that outside post. So, two six. And three, I'd be buzzing for me here for third based on that strong win. First time out over the track. That was visually impressive for this one. Mm-hmm. And I think she definitely can move up here for Angie, and, Angie Aquino and Ashley Garcia. 
They're on fire to begin 2019. Yes, they are. They're picking up a lot of horses, mm -hmm. a lot of first-time starters you're going to see. I saw she got a lot of them uh, from Unette, and everything is uh, firing in all cylinders for Angie. So I'll go 263 here in race number one. Yeah, I like uh, same exact numbers. Um, I, I like uh, two, Millie Joel, and then I'm going to the three for second, okay. I'd be buzzing. Because I don't think this field is that tough for a horse uh, who, who was impressive on the maiden to, to move up into uh, winner's company here. And then the six Swiss Chalet is going to be out there on the front end. There's not a whole lot of speed early on, but it has been tiring. So we'll see if she can hang on in the end. Interesting that both of us are leaving top rider Edgar Pierres. Yeah, top three. You know, I, when I looked at Cali Mesa, if anybody else was on this horse besides Pierce, I wouldn't even have given the horse a second look. Yeah. Last time out uh, was just flat as can be. Uh, you know, since coming over to Jesus Mendoza, hasn't really fired. But it is interesting. I mean, Pyrus is on fire, on fire right yeah. now. So uh, it is weird that this horse or uh, that Pyrus is getting aboard this horse. Uh, it's dropping down, but. You know, just looks so bad the, the past couple times I couldn't put him in. That's the only one that scares me a bit. But we agreed that right off the bat, 263 for me. 326. All right. Race number two, four and a half thoroughbreds here. Conditional claiming tag of 2,500. Phillies and Mare, which have never won three races. We've got a field of six get set to post. Uh, more than favorite is going to be the two, Baby Beauty, at eight to five. Do you buy that second place finish last time out at 11-1 enough to warrant this one at 8-5? to five? Yeah, I think coming back down uh, from 32-25 to 25 is, is going to be right in this horse's wheelhouse here. You know, one really nicely three back for 25, one by three and a half there. Stepped up against Belligerent, who came back to win, and then against Nana's Rule, who I believe was claimed by Sergio Morfin, and, and that one's running really well. So I think... Coming back down to the lower ranks, it'll be able to flash uh, some more early speed, and in, in which I don't think there's a, a whole lot of early speed. Might get pressed maybe by the four, but I, I think the two could be out there on the front end alone. Right off the bat, back to back in agreement. This is going to be an easy double, Curtis. Baby <laughs> Beauty is going to be my top choice again. I respect that second place finish. Finished uh, about a length and a half clear of the third place finisher, Ghost Lady. So. I think a repeat effort with the slight dropping class is the key here for Baby Beauty. The main threat, I think, could be the five here. I need a Manny and a Petty. Is that how you say it? Yeah. For, yeah, for all a, you uh, ladies out there, yeah, this there is you your go. hunch play See right here. a five-year-old mare. I need a Manny and a Petty here. Uh, Art Sherman bringing this one uh, from Northern California. The only the only concern for me is that uh, she's more of an, of an off-the-pace threat. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know how close she's going to be early on. But just warrant, uh, based on the good form, you see some pretty good outings there. Uh, she's hit the, the trifecta in the last five starts. She comes from off the pace, and uh, she's taken a slight drop in class as well. So I respect the five, and then I'll go to the six right there on the outside. Bella Raquela, third at 18-1. to one. She comes out of that belligerent race mm -hmm. that we talked about last time out, and uh, she was picking up the pieces. So Bella Raquela could be moving well late there on the outside. Uh, for a price so two five and six for me in race number two yeah i have the same exacta uh i got two five but i'm gonna go to the one horse bless the cause and and this is when i am gonna play just because of Pierre's getting aboard this yep. horse if he can get this horse to the front and it seems to to run really well there uh if it gets behind uh, i don't really like this horse passing anybody but uh Pierre's maybe can get this horse to have a little more early speed but yeah, I really like two and five in here. That's kind of what I would key on in a pick four. All right, race number three. Four furlongs, so we're cutting back half a furlong in this event. We have conditional claimers, 2,500 in this spot. 
But you look at the form here, LaSalle back in August and, August and September, excuse me. That's some pretty good form here for Jess. I'm ready. I don't know if he's going to be super sharp cutting back immediately in distance from those five and six furlong events, but I do know that the form there proves to be very, very key. So four, two, five for me in race number four. Yeah, I went six, four, and I agree with you on the five uh, that we don't know how sharp yeah. the early speed is going to be, so that's why I'm kind of against this horse at two to one. So for third, I'm going to go to the one confirmed. Another first time uh, Angie Aquino here gets it off uh, Yannette again, but she's had this horse in the past. Yeah, again, I don't think along the inside uh, is going to have enough early speed down along there, so it's going to have to sit, you know, a stocking trip. But uh, maybe that she can get this horse rolling late. It's another one I like in the exotics. It's a pretty, pretty uh, interesting race here in race number four. I'll go four, two, five. Six, four, one. All right, race number five. We split the card here. Compact eight card, eight race card. So pick late pick four immediately begins in race number five. We're going to run the hook once again. This is an 807-yard event here. I don't think we have any quarter horse in this field. Nope. All thoroughbreds here. They're going for a tag of 62.50. Slight more nine choice is going to be the three beat the bushes. But there's four horses between two to one and three to one. So very competitive group of four here. Group mm -hmm. of six, excuse me. Who'd you pick here? I went to the three. Beat the bushes here for Rosemary uh, Trailer. This horse is been really sharp as of late and has already won uh, at the 870 yard distance twice so uh, is already familiar with this one I will definitely be out there on the front end you know I think Shaula will probably be out there pressing the pace with it and possibly the five but you know Shaula hasn't been finishing as well of late and I've never been a big fan of diamond proof even though beat uh, beat the bush yeah. or uh, yeah beat the bushes yeah three outs ago but you know, I haven't really liked the form of late, so I'm going to go with the three, beat the bushes here in the fifth. We agree. I mean, this this could be an easy card right here, right Usually off the bat. good things happen yeah, when we beat agree. The, <laughs> beat the bushes there. I want to say this might have been the lock of the night that night. Don't remember off the top of my head, but I, I have a feeling it was. So beat the bushes there, broke on top, and led every step of the way to win by a good three quarters of a length. I'm going to pick, pick her right on top. I love her speed and I love her good form here coming into this race. For second, I'll go to the five here, uh, and that is going to be Diamond Proof, who just beat beat the Bushes two starts back, and uh, that that one was able to rally there wide and get the job done. Since then, uh, she raced across town twice, a sixth and a third. Uh, getting back over the, the nighttime oval could be beneficial for Diamond Proof. Uh, she should sit a good trip and and be close there throughout. So I think she's going to be a uh, a good threat in this spot, and then to the one Shala there from the rail from the rail for Jose Avalos. Christian Aragon takes over the call. Uh, this one can show speed from the rail, but I'm not sure if she's the quickest of the bunch. But uh, without a doubt, she she could be a factor there with a clean start from the rail. So three, five, and one for me in race number five. Yeah, like three, and then I'm gonna go to the six Tuesday Supernova here on the outside for Jesus Nunez. You know, one of three in here yep. for, for Jesus, so I think one of them's got to be pretty live here. So. I think so. Uh, I'm going to the, the six for second. You know, uh, Orduno Rojas opts for this horse over the five, diamond proof, so that's a, uh, one angle I'm going for there. Drops back into the claiming ranks uh, from allowance down to 62.50. Draws the outside post. Uh, one thing I'm worried about, this horse has trouble passing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that scares me, but does draw a nice outside post, so should sit a good trip there. And then I'm going to go to the five, Diamond Proof. Everything we talked about here, you know, I think was just overmatched in the daytime. 
you know, is going to come back here. You know, last time it was here at night, one by a half after sitting a nice stocking trip, and like we said before, uh, beating the three, beat the bushes. So is familiar with the three and is familiar with the one Shaula. So hopefully Miner can just get a nice stocking trip. We'll be closing late. All right, race number five. I'll go three five one. Three six five. Race number six. We turn the page to the quarter horse part of the program. The final pick three of the night. We got quarter horse going 300 yards, conditional claiming tag of 62.50. So three O's, which have never won two races. We've got a field of seven set to post. Tricky race here. Slight morning nine choice is going to be the three Tassis Tiny Pebble. Are you with or are you against Tassis Tiny Pebble? Just chuck it out. What? Just completely chuck it out. Chuck it out? That, I just, that race was so flat last time. Was dropping from 10 down to 8. You know, I, I thought should be pretty live, but horse wasn't even bet that day, which mm. is pretty uncharacteristic yes. for a Chris O'Dell runner. And uh, yeah, I just didn't like the way that horse ran it. Also, I'm totally against Tiny's Tiny or Taz's Tiny Pebble. Let her beat me. I'm gonna go to the six forever a legacy. You'll claim from five uh, from Monty here for Clemente Hurtado. They raised it up to 62.50 and almost won right off the bat. You know, Duel just kind of drifted out there and got out finished by a neck. It goes from Ulysses uh, to Jonathan Roman, who is winless this year, so hopefully we can get him off the schneid here. But I'm hoping uh, second time out this horse can show a little bit more improvement. We can get Forever Legacy a win picture. So you're not using the three in your top three? Nope. Check it out. Guess what? What? Me too. I tossed the <laughs> three. Tessa's finding Pebble in this spot. But I don't have your six. In any of my top three. Uh, we were discussing before. I thought this, for me, I thought this was uh, one of the toughest races on the card. I'm going to pick the one all told on top here okay. for Valentin Zamudio, Ruben Lozano. We talked about this. Ruben Lozano, we we had a feeling he could become the go-to guy for Zamudio. Yeah. And I think that's the case because we've seen him uh, pick up a, quite a few wins here over the first couple of weeks at Los 1583 was the final clocking last time out. But I like the way he finished. He broke okay. He was able to rally and get the job done. It was only a field of four. But I like the, that confidence boost and win last time out. Draws the rail. Could be tricky with a wet track. But I'll take my chances at 9-2. and two. I'll go one two seven here in this spot. The two Willie Nelson here for Matt Fells. Coming in from Turf Paradise. Pretty good form overall to end the year. Second by a neck. Win by a nose. And then a fourth in a stakes race there in Arizona. Rasmo Gasca, class drop. Uh, I just think this horse is well meant in this spot. Has never been higher than 5-2 to two in five starts. Mm -hmm. So has always, has always been bet well at the window. So 1, 2, and 7 here. Keep it to fair for Jesus Nunez and Alberto Cepeda. Alberto has ridden, ridden this one the last two times, but has gotten off really slow and some trouble trips in the last, at least last three starts. Uh, if you look at the form there back in October and September, that third and that fourth doesn't too look too bad against this type of field, especially now that she's uh, she's drawn the outside post. So that could be a sneaky price at nine to two. So I'll go one one two seven here in a very interesting race number six. Yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty tough. I was trying to find a th you know just another horse that I really had confidence in for third. But yeah, I went uh, six and then the two Willie Nelson uh -huh. here invading uh, Matt Fails. I horse. Uh, I I'm not sure about this chart here. No, we well, was down yeah. three quarters no. and only lost, or was down three lengths, only lost by three no. quarters, uh, and a little stake there after being uh, in a maiden four thousand there, as, uh, getting up by a nose. <laughs> and speaking of charts, I I did the I did the podcast with Jason Bean. Mm -hmm. uh, I did the barn with him. 
if you go want to go check it out go listen to it uh, maybe a few weeks back but uh, one of my you know key things that i talked about is like how here at losal you have these cameras that help you out really to to get a better angle at charting yep uh it's a night and day difference so it, it really gives you a, a a better advantage to to do your job better but i was talking about a lot of these tracks they're they don't have the same camera system like you do and on top of that the angles could be way worse because yes. of how the grandstand or how their booth per se of a specific charter charter might be closer or away from the rail of the track so the angles could be deceiving yep. and we've seen it time and time again it's not that hey we're saying they're bad shark cars but it's, yeah. it's just that the angles are so tough to call that i mean it's just, you, if you're a quarter horse, horse horse player if you just do a little bit of research as far as looking at the charts and look at the replays you're you're gonna find some things that don't match up necessarily what you might see on print yeah, uh, my boss actually came into town uh, for um, two million weekend, mm -hmm. and that was one thing I don't think she had seen the the new upgraded camera system we had here, and uh, she was actually very interested. And I, I kind of showed her just like a lot of uh, AQHA officials uh, have come up here, and I've I've showed them the system. But yeah, one thing besides just the cameras you talk of, I, I can't think of the you know the tracks that come to mind. But there's some where almost the start of the race is almost like a head-on. Yeah. And so when these horses are, are coming down, not until the finish are they fully across. They're at such a disadvantage with the angle that the charts, you know, sometimes they, they come out inaccurate. But it's no fault of the chart caller. Nope. It's, it's really hard to do. Uh, you know, it's, it's just something you have to practice at. And, you know, if you don't have those cameras, it's just going to be a struggle the whole way around. So... Yeah, like you said, just do your homework, and you can get you catch some really good things on on the video replay. So, uh, back to the racing. I'll, I'll go the two. Uh, Willie Nelson, like we said, uh, comes in from Arizona for fails. Uh, one at you know the maiden four thousand there. Uh, went to the stake and, and ran well. Only lost by three quarters, uh, regardless of how far back he was. Comes here and I think is just well spotted for mm -hmm. the debut uh, coming in at the sixty-two fifty level. So I think should be pretty live there. And then for third, uh, you kind of talked me into it. Uh, I'm going to go all told here yep. uh, for Zamudio and, and Lozano uh, down along the rail. Uh, I think this is another case of we're looking at horses where there's not a bunch of world beaters in yep. here. So we could see a horse. Maybe the light bulb effect goes on for all told and can run a, another big one down along the inside. And I mean, all told, that, that second behind Bolt for Gold back in August... I mean that that was a heck of an effort. Uh -huh. Since then, she uh, he got into to a little bit of trouble in the next three starts, and actually four starts, and then finally broke through last time out. So I think all told, there could be sneaky. I'll give him the check mark at nine and two. Yeah, I mean if all told runs back to that fifteen sixty six, he <laughs> he's gonna crush tonight. Yeah, exactly. So I'll go one two seven six two one. All right, race number seven. There's two races left. You know what time it is? Late daily double. Late daily double time here. Three hundred and thirty yards in this spot. Uh oh. That's right. Well, I already went, so we know it's your, your spot here. I'm going to try and make it three in a row to start the new season here at Los Al. I'm going to the two, Ooh. Zion Zima, second time for Yannette. You know, we have another one that's been uh, hot off the claim here yep. in the four. Be quiet for Jorge for Rios. But, you know, I think we've seen a lot of potential in Zion Zima, even before the claim for Crystal Dell went 15.53 there at the 300-yard distance. You know, had a bunch of trouble in the next start there for 12-5, got claimed, and then 
you know, comes back for Yannette, runs a 330 in 1691, just kind of blew away the field. Remy Marco is on the downturn, mm -hmm. you know, I, I understand that, so it wasn't that great of a field to beat. Only got a 75 Equibase uh, speed figure there, but I think has much more room for improvement and uh, just gets a little bump up in confidence for Yannette, and let's see if it can fire. Well, we do agree again in this Excellent. Spot. I'm giving the check mark to the two Zion Zima, but... Be quiet was so good last time. Yeah, Broke totally through agree. the gate. It didn't matter. This horse crushed. Yep. But there's no Rodrigo. That's what I was going to ask you. If, you. if you're a little scared that Rodrigo's not on and you get a little Oscar. We've seen this 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 kind of trend. The last few weeks, I don't know if Rodrigo's on, on vacation. Uh, he hasn't been running the la this weekend and the weekend before. Uh -huh. but we've seen some horses that came back and he wasn't aboard. They haven't run as sharp out of the One of the things we noticed about Rodrigo is that he gets him out of the gate. Yes. That's 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 a huge That's hurdle. always been a strong point. He, he might not be the best finisher on the grounds now with all his all his injuries and all his you know, his age now. Uh -huh. But he still gets him out of the gate. Yep. And and we see me quiet, broke on top by a length last time out and crushed. Uh John Oscar Andrade, he gets a very live mount here. He we seen he we seen him right now. And we know he's a very good rider at yeah. his young age. Yeah. So, no doubt, I think it's a 2-4 here duel to the wire. The third horse is going to be an interesting one. I'll give it to the one freaky business who uh, has been pretty solid since debuting. A fifth, a third, a win, a third, a second, and a fourth there with trouble last time out. Uh, drops in class basic, back against claimers. Draws the rail, gets Eddie Garcia. I think the one there could be a good threat to the top two. But... I agree. Zion Zima here should be tough right back with another good effort. So two, four, one for me in race seven. Wait, on Sunday before the races, you better go to the voucher machine and get a hundred dollar <laughs> voucher and just play a two, four, one try because wow. that's exactly what I like here in the Ooh. seventh as well. Yeah, you know, we talked about uh, the four. Be quiet. You know, like him in second. Looks awfully tough, but broke through the gate. Mm -hmm. Then previous uh, two other starts, fractious. So yeah. could be this horse's own worst enemy and going against other horses uh, that are in better uh, quality here. You don't want to make any mistakes, and I don't like that the uh, the rider Rodrigo gets off here. Uh, and, and little Oscar, I have no uh, qualms about Oscar, nope. but Rodrigo seemed to really unlock this horse, and he had him rolling. So I think four, uh, be quiet, definitely has a shot, but has to mind his gate manners. And then I'm going to the one freaky business. Um, you know, Eddie's riding back, it draws along the rail, uh, takes a step down from allowance, back into the $16,000 level, where he's been successful, but last time out, fractious, in the gate, and then veered in and, and bumped. Uh, I like being down along the inside with Zion Zima, who usually uh, can stay out of trouble, uh, but just gets run into a lot. Uh, big time wild, I'm not really... Uh, thinking this horse is going to be a speedball out of the gate, being a former 870 horse. So I think being along Zion Zima will help the one, but I need the lock. I need Zion Zima to be rolling Ooh. here in the seventh. So we agree 2-4-1 trifecta here in race number seven. All the way. Just right. play it straight. Let's not look at the three and the five because we might talk ourselves out of this <laughs> trifecta. So let's keep it that way. All right, race number eight here, the featured event, the 550-yard Barber Bree Handicap. 550 yards, field of eight, and we got one of the one of the specialists at 550 in the five, Mickey Ward here, mm -hmm. coming back here at this distance. He did one. Uh, he did win going 870 last time out there uh, in the challenge this time. How about Ray Red that night? Remember Ray Red? 
He he looked like he was gonna win that night. I mean, I I couldn't believe. It. I was like, don't tell me Rare Ed <laughs> is gonna win again. I think everybody just chucked that horse Did, didn't off. Didn't he get claimed for like twenty five hundred? Yeah, I remember he, he was with uh, Jim Crotts. Yeah. I think that's probably Ramon Goosey's most famous mount. Yeah, is, uh, in the in the he challenge. He started celebrating before the wire. Remember? Yep, he was he was all up in arms, uh, flailing the whips and. Uh, yeah, Goosey was big that night, but and, uh, Rare Ed was still rolling. He was, I mean, he was still rolling yeah, here last time yeah. out. Are you picking with or against Mickey Ward? You know, I have him in the try. Okay. But he's in my third spot. Oh, you know, okay. I, he's at the bottom. All right. Yeah, I I don't really like him in 550s that much, even though he, he's won before. Uh, he hasn't put up that great of times. He's before, before you wait, before you tell me who's your top pick. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. What do you notice? Gold Cash CBB. Uh -huh. Your lock of the night, last yeah. time out. He got your year. He got this began the new Curtis, <laughs> the new you for 2018. Yes. Now the question is, are you going back to go cash TV? I'm not. Oh my god! You know I love I love oh, Stevie man. B Flash of Cash. Yes. I love Go Cash TV. Yes. The family's been very good to me. Yes. But as a handicapper. <laughs> you can't always play with your heart. You got to play with your head, and that's why I'm going to the four run oh. raging rhino run, who has just been, you know, as solid as can be as any quarter horse at longer distances. I mean, almost winning the snowbound against Rule He Will, and before that, put up 45-19. I mean, that's just an outstanding time. I know K Go Cash DVB is right there. But uh, Run Raging Rhino Run, I, I think, is ultra-sharp right now, and I think just needs to get away from the gate, and he'll be really tough. Can't believe as that such a competitive race, and we land on the same horse. Oh, okay. I you you, I, you yeah, like Run Raging yeah, Rhino Run? I do land it here as well here. I just respected that that second so much last time out. Exactly. I mean, to, to duke it out with Rule He Will all the way through the wire, and then he beat Ms. Lujin. Two starts back, he, he, he defeated San Reno, who came back to win as a lock of the night uh, mm -hmm. last week. Three starts back, he duke it to the wire with Kenny Benny and Cristo. Four starts back, uh, very good third behind her and Bridal Power and Red One and Dine. Two very good horses here over the claiming circuit as well. If you just look at that form, it just screams very, very sharp. Yep. And I got to respect the speed out of the gate point for Run Reggie right now. Run. We know 550 is not going to be any problem. This horse won uh, at the distance back in March. So I'm picking the four on top, but I'm picking the five, Mickey Ward, just because of that specialist type of distance form for him he, he's been solid here at the distance uh he doesn't run a lot but when he runs he's ready to roll i agree so uh matt fells there uh brings his eight year old getting up here for this race off of that win in the challenge this stuff hundred thousand dollars there that was a nice check that I cashed. Know. and then for third i'll go to the to your lock of last week go cash tvb there <laughs> um two weeks ago excuse me go cash tvb What's claimed for 12.5? Yes. To fellow podcast listener, a.k.a. the trainer, Monty Arosa here. So we'll see. And Monty is part trainer, part owner, excuse me, of this yep. four-year-old gilding. So four, five, seven for me here in the Barber B. Yeah, I like uh, I like the four. Run, Raging Rhino, Run. And then I'm going to go cash DVB, everything we said. Just another really sharp quarter horse. Been running at the 870. Been uh, running really nice time. So, you know, I don't really have to explain too much. I think uh, he'll just be out there winging it along with the four. And then I, I'm going to go to the five. Mickey Ward, everything we said, you know. Uh, it does warrant respect, uh, is a distance specialist, but I think is very beatable because of the times it runs. It, it hasn't really ever uh, blown me away with, with any time, and I, I think the fours uh, win last time at 550 went um, 
let's see, what are, 2690. Mm -hmm. So when you're breaking 27 seconds, uh, I think you're doing all right. So although I respect Mickey Ward, I'm going to try and beat him. Are you scared of Joe Legacy or maybe Newport Coaster at all at a, at a big price? You know, I was going to try and get on Newport Coaster. Yeah after uh, she won that 550 yep. but i think that was just an outside post and uh, just really ran the race of her life you know that night and then since uh, going up against tougher opponents really hasn't threatened at 550 or the 870 yard distance and and the six joe legacy although i want to play him <laughs> I, I know that this horse has run i just every time i pick him he doesn't fire but the only thing I could say is uh, he goes from Huerta uh, to Nicasio, who's been riding very well. So, I mean, that could be uh, a big change for that horse. But not sure if Joe Legacy wants the 550. And watch the top board on the 6. I'm interested to see what what are the odds on the 6. The 6 might be a good bet if you get 5-1, to 6-1. to one, But 7-2 uh, might be a little little low. So, we pretty much agree here. I'll go 4-5-7. Four, 4-7-5. Five, seven. Four, seven, five. Wow, 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 wow. That's a look at, at Sunday's card. But... I do hear you've got breaking news yes. coming through the desk in regards to the to the to the older horse division here in Los Al. Yeah, we uh, you know the first uh, birth to the champion of champions is the winter championship, and B. H. Lisa's boy, who will now be seven years old, he's going to be returning. He's going to be pointing to the trials wow. on January twentieth, and uh, you know it looks like a lot of our our favorite runners are going to be back. He looks hot. Uh, is nominated Jess Raven, who I really wanted to see run more after that big oh, debut man. effort last I, year. I, I, I even supported her in the Champion Champions. I used her in my yeah. exotics. Just I think I used it in my pick four too. Just I was wowed by that comeback. Yeah, went so much that, but I think just having that one race uh, kind of peaked and dropped. Maybe yeah. needed one more race. To keep that was kind of my feeling against her. She ran so good, but then was on the shelf yeah. all the way to the champion of champions. Yeah. I, I think maybe they needed another outing there. So, uh, among other names, uh, just a cartel who yes. I think, uh, at least for me, I She's think is the horse to watch yeah. this year. Uh, coming in um, to his four-year-old year, year uh, he should be the favorite. I think in all the older races and, and champion of champions early on after. Finishing only a nose back to Bodacious Eagle, and then uh, zooming for Spuds, uh, yeah. Monty. Uh, yes. you know, if you have BH leases, well, you got to have zooming for Spuds. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a combo, right? Yep. And then uh, some other ones. Uh, your favorite, Yankee. Yankee. And we'll see if he can break in uh, 2019 and hopefully be <laughs> a little bit closer. And then uh, LD is back, uh, back. Uh, another uh, favorite of yours mm -hmm. for uh, Jaime, who ran really well in the Champion of Champions. Those are some of the names that will be competing in the trials on the 20th. Not only was 2018 such a great season for three-year-olds and up, 2019 with all those names, I mean, yep. this, we can't complain. Yeah, I'm. that's one thing in horse racing you see, like, oh, horses don't stick around. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're always going off to the breeding shed too early, or, or the mares, you know, are being retired to, to have babies, but... We've had uh, some good battles here uh, as of late. You know, one, um, he's Dash of Fire. Yes. Uh, I think that's the only name we're missing. He's been retired. And so uh, his, it was He Looks Hot and He's Dash of Fire kind of had a rivalry, but he's just going to have to get up there in the mix with BH Lisa's boy and Zoom for Spuds now. And I think we're just a week away, right? When is the date of the trials? Yeah, January 20th. Exactly. So next weekend yep. we'll be talking trials. Uh, by the way, I did, I did see you in the winter circle. Across town at Santa Anita, oh there was a hitman spotting. Tell me, did your wallet leave five times fatter than when you entered 
and you have enough money to pay off the two pizza bets you, you got to pay back. Jose, those people <laughs> didn't even know what hit them. When I walked over to Santa Anita, I walked in there and walked out in one race. But your answer, no. I did not. I didn't bet a single dime on the horse. Come on. I went in the morning. I, I went in the morning and I got there kind of early, so I went to Denny's. I found a little Denny's over. Maybe you've, it has a big windmill outside of it. I don't know if you've ever been it's, over. It's on Honey on Drive and. Uh, I, I think so. Maybe Santa Anita Drive. Yeah. I, I think it yeah. is. I don't know. But I stopped by there and I got some breakfast and went over and. But the key was, I got a little superstitious. Okay, okay. We're sitting in the box like there with my dad. Are. Yeah. We always uh, watch the race from there. I've never won. Never. Well, I shouldn't say I. I yeah. should say he has the never barn won. Has I don't known. own yeah. any part yeah. of the horse. <laughs> We're sitting there, and they're going to the game. I said, you know what? I need to get up and get out of here. I, I'm going to go watch it on the TV inside. They have, they have this big, yeah. big screen TV yeah. there. That way, if we lose, yeah. I can just get right yeah, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll try and change our luck. So I watched it on the TV, and yeah, sure enough, the horse just kicked away in a stretch. And uh, a longtime owner, Chris Fossilman, he's been with my dad for like 25 years. Yeah. And they, they got a nice little win, so it was nice. How about Eric Pieris? Well, were you, did you get there by the first race? Yeah, I was there at the first. Um, I saw him go down on his mount, and, uh, you know, he came right back in the paddock. We were wondering if, if he was going to be okay to ride. Mm -hmm. um, Charlie, the guy that works in the paddock, I saw him ask my dad, like, you know, he have a, a rider on standby yeah. um, in case that you need to have somebody else. And players? Oh, yeah, that would have been nice. Have a little re <laughs> yeah. reunite. Well, Agapito got beat at the wire race one. Oh, that, did he? Yeah, when Payers went down. Oh, so I, man. I was like, I was watching the race because Agapito yeah. was riding, so I put, an alert, I put an alert to make sure I didn't miss it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm watching the stretch run, and Agapito's leading by two lengths. Mm -hmm. And once I, I look back to see who's making a move, that's when I see that somebody immediately went down hard. Yeah. And then I looked at, looked at the prong. I was like, oh, no, it was Edgar. Yeah, that's kind of where my attention went. That's why I didn't even realize yeah. um, uh, Agapito uh, almost got up there. But, yeah, he kind of went down. But when we walked out uh, into the paddock there, he just came walking out like, like normal. Wow. And, and he said, yeah, I'm okay. I'm ready to go. And he put a nice ride on the horse, and uh, everything went right. And, uh, yeah, he got bit down. I thought you, I thought you had took off the rubber bands because he was like <laughs> he's sitting at seven to two then he was three to one yeah the race goes off he goes off at two to one yeah i'm like oh curtis is gonna come in he's gonna come in with five <laughs> pizzas and he's gonna come in with with uh, some extra vouchers and and the whole spiel now uh, i actually told uh one of my other buddies because you know i never give my dad's horses yeah away. yeah but i said you know i think this one really has a good chance yeah. i'm gonna go over there and uh you know what he says to me afterwards all right now I'm watching you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, what? We won like five races in the past week, and now you're starting to watch us? Like, I, I don't understand. And he's like, well, you guys have just been too hot lately. And I was like, okay, yeah, now, thanks yeah. a lot. Now yeah. we got to go on a cold streak uh, for you to finally bet us again. So, But, yeah, I mean, uh, what are some of your biggest uh, superstitions? I mean, I had to go in and watch it on a different TV, so you can always catch yeah. me there from uh, now on. I just, yeah, one of the things I – look, if I'm, if I'm alive in a bed – I don't like to watch a race from a different spot than when I've been watching. Exactly. Right? Uh, yes. One of those things. Like, totally get if that. I, if I've been watching the three legs of the pick four in the same like area, I, I don't, I'm not. I don't start watching. Yeah. Sometimes if I if I if I gotta go to the restroom, I'll hold it. I'm not going to the restroom. <laughs> I'm not taking a break. Yeah, that's another uh, one of mine. 
If if I did good the night before with the with the pen I was handicapping, I want to use the same pen. Okay. Uh, what else? <laughs> Just little things like that. I mean, it, they're all so yeah, stupid yeah. too. But in my, our mind, it was like oh, you'd like, be crazy <laughs> to do the opposite yeah, of these you things. You feel like the entire racing world is against you. Yeah. So whatever you were doing, that's where you got to keep doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like if I'm betting at home, say I'm watching like Sunland yeah. or, or Sam Houston, and I say I'm like. I had to watch on my phone for yeah. some reason, like yeah. if we were going to Target or something. Yeah, well, yeah. Even if we go home, I don't turn on the computer. <laughs> you gotta watch it. For the I phone. don't turn on the TV. <laughs> I continue watching on my phone, and if I watch it with the sound off, I have to keep the sound off. <laughs> so it's just kind of either a silent win or a silent death. But, oh uh, man! Yeah, and the only other one when I had when I have horses, uh, if I win, whatever shirt I'm winning. Uh, or whatever shirt I'm winning uh, with in the, in the win picture, mm-hmm. that's the one I, 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 I got to use. Yeah. And I got to wear that from now on. <laughs> that's funny. Are you ring it up? I, I was just... Did I, I told you, right, the story, the story of that... Not the story, but we have that uh, we have that picture at home of, like, us... I got Peter Ryan for a data fairplex. Mm-hmm. And we're all, like... We're babies right there. We yeah. got baby faces. Yeah. Uh, we were probably, what, late teens, probably? Yeah, probably. I'm I, guessing. I, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, so it was one of those things like, hey, like, back then we didn't, who knew? We would, like, eventually, like, work at the same spot and yeah. do a podcast together and become buddies and stuff like well, that. Well, that's, what, like, whenever we would win a race somewhere else besides Los Al, because Los Al, like, you know, oh, yeah, you can just walk right yeah, into yeah, the winner's yeah, circle. Yeah. Wherever everywhere else, it, it's kind of, you know, they're, they're keeping an eye on it. So, you know, when I go into to Fairplex or, like, Santa Anita, we started to walk, and I was like, oh, you got to go. Like, yeah. I don't know how to get down yeah. there. I, I can't even remember the last time <laughs> I took a picture of Santa Anita. He's like, oh, okay, so it kind of uh, led down there. But, yeah, you just it's kind of a whirlwind when you went across town. So, uh, yeah, you're just happy to get the flash bulbs. So we're approaching the kind of the mellow season of the Mita Losal. Uh, the babies don't start showing up until a few more months. Mm-hmm. Uh, has your dad told you how many babies he has or he expects no i usually he'll have five or six mm-hmm. you know they'll come in but uh usually two or th- two or three of them come in from that group i'm a part of but they went and uh they claimed yeah tamura, tamura. so yeah, i'm horses right now i'm kind of <laughs> looking at thoroughbreds to to claim along <laughs> the way I, i'm looking at like a 2500 hundred dollar claimer to to get in the business but uh yeah it's kind of it's kind of light right now uh with the older horses uh, the babies kind of get a break here, and uh, we're just going to have to wait until the, the new crop pops up and then uh, start the process all over again. All right, so that's a little bit of uh, what's to come. We have winter derby and championship trials on the horizon, and for other kind of trials, we'll have the maiden stake trials as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, up. you were mentioning that yeah. on the last podcast, yeah, so some uh, faces that might be popping up yeah, that so we probably should have been keeping track of I know, a, a, a lot more. Yeah, this is we talked about how some of the connections play a little bit of poker. Yep. They don't want to reveal their, those heroes that didn't make it into the big futurities. They don't want to reveal them before that December deadline. Yep. So then you started seeing those that didn't make it into the big futurities kind of unleash and break those maidens after that deadline so they're eligible for the maiden stakes. Yeah, uh, you always get a couple stars. What was it, Dash for Dylan? I think uh, the old Brett Vickery horse. I think that's probably the most notable horse that came out of the the maiden stakes and that went on to compete uh, yeah. really well in the upper divisions there. I think that was, I think that's Go Cash Stevie B and Stevie B Flash and Cash's family line? from that. Really? I think LDS Good Going Gracie is the dam. I think that's, he was the one that kind of all oh, started that if my... Really? 
Look, if my memory uh, is correct, is. but uh, yeah, there's a lot of lineage there. All right, a question for you. I seen this tweet and I retweeted it. It was wrestling wise. It said some of your favorite wrestling songs of all time. Oh gosh. Four immediately came to mind, so I tweeted it out. Okay. It was, it was Undertaker. Solid. It was Triple H, but the my time when he was uh, coming out with China. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then who else did I say? Oh, NWO and. DX, those four came to mind. All solid. They're all solid. You know I hate Triple H, so uh, <laughs> so I, I will say that one's garbage. You don't like that? Oh my gosh, he's got he. But, but Just he, Shawn Michaels lackey. <laughs> That's all he'll ever be to me, and marrying the boss's daughter. <laughs> but he he's such a good heel. He, yes, he, is, he such, is. He is such a good. And his heel. I will say his music and his entrance where he walks down yeah. and he kind of stood in the in the. Yeah. In the in the lights, yeah. and then he spits from the water bottle. He, it was a he, show like the Undertaker's entrance. Was. He 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 put on a good entrance, yeah. but uh, God, probably my top three. Well, there it is. There, that's one, one, of them. one is Bret Hart. I mean, once you can hear that that guitar yeah, yeah. hit at the beginning yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, I think easily my top two. It's gonna be uh, Hulk Hogan. I'm a real American. Oh my! I told my friend. I said, "When you heard that as a little kid, you knew everything was gonna be okay." Yeah. Hogan's gonna come down, pointing the finger, yeah. his eyes oh, wide yeah. open. Oh, yeah, shaking the, yep. the 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 short amount of hair he had on him. Yeah, he still looked like a forty-five-year-old in, yeah. in his twenties. Yep. So that would probably be my number one. Undertaker. That that's an attitude era Undertaker. Yeah. Yep. He, you know, when you hear those gongs, yes. uh, they're they're right up there. And probably my other one, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, of course. Because when you heard that glass break, I have never seen a crowd no. go as insane as when Stone Cold came out. The, the, as far as biggest pops, uh, yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah. It was immediate, immediate. Yep, I, I can. That was when I I was going most of the time uh, to the pond or the Long Beach Convention Center. And man, when when that glass broke, everybody has lost their mind. And, I really didn't appreciate it at the time. No. Because I was a rock fan. <laughs> yeah. I was against Stone Cold. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the, the rock. Yeah. I, I always wanted to beat Stone Cold. <laughs> Little story. My, my buddies who. Um, we went. His dad used to work in the jocks room here. Yep. Um, we went one time and we were in the back seat and it, it was me, my friend Michael, and his little brother Jamie. And me and Jamie were uh, rock fans. Mm-hmm. And Michael was a Stone Cold fan, Ooh. and his dad turned around. We were going to the pond mm-hmm. to watch it, and he said, Curtis, you know, who are you guys going to root for? And I said, well, I'm rooting for The Rock. Yeah. And Jamie said, I'm rooting for The Rock. And Michael said, oh, I'm rooting for Stone Cold. <laughs> and Jamie said, you better not root for The Rock. You bet. I mean, we're talking he was like five or six years old. We were like ten or something. Yeah. So anyway, The Rock comes out, music hits, we go crazy. Yeah. You know, Michael, or uh, no, Michael's. Uh, Stone Cold comes out, music hits, he goes nuts. Yeah. Me and Jamie just kind of looking at each other like, like what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> then The Rock comes out, me and Jamie stand up. Well, Michael stands up <laughs> for The Rock as well. Oh. And Jamie looked at Michael and he just hit him right really? there in the aisle. Oh. And they just started fighting over the entrance music. And everybody around was like, oh, look at this. And, uh, I mean, it was it, it was pretty bad. It, it was one of my most embarrassing moments there. So that's my wrestling story. Yeah, that's, that, that was a good old time. There was, there was just such great characters in that era that uh uh for sure was definitely uh you know we always think uh, like yeah the attitude era or the golden era yeah but those are some hard uh 
characters to replace, that's for sure. Yeah, after uh, kind of doing this podcast, I got into listening to this other wrestling podcast called uh, Something to Wrestle With. Uh-huh. And it was with Brother Love, uh-huh. who used to be in the WWF, and this other guy, Conrad Thompson. Uh, Bruce was uh, Bruce Pritchard, Brother Love, was an agent backstage, and he tells you all the stuff all that the was going age. on yeah. from like Hogan all the way up to like the mid 90s, probably. So, right there where we watched, and uh, yeah, that's a good podcast to listen to. I, I really like it if you like all the backstage yeah. drama and wh- yeah. kind of how things uh, shaped out. Yeah, so uh, I definitely would recommend that. All right, guys, so that's the show. Looking forward to the 550 yard event there on Sunday night, and we'll see you guys next week for Trials Weekend. All right, bye, everybody.